how how are you going to chase man for like a year? How are you going to chase him for a year? And then when you finally get hold of him, how are you going to pay seventy three million pounds for him? How? And then once you paid for him, you say, oh, he's going to play against Leeds. He's going to play against Leeds. Fine. Rashford's not fit. You know, Cavani's still an old man. I thought he's got to play. You don't like Daniel James. You've made that quite obvious. You don't like Donny van der Beek. You've made that quite obvious. How? How, how Sway? How Sway? How? How Sway? How Sway? How? Hello everyone and welcome to episode 52 of FPL Bros. Uh, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, I'm not too bad. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been nice to get pod in again, start recording again and just have the Prem back to be fair. Been some yeah. Been some good games so far, and yeah, I guess we've got a few things to speak about today. That's right, there's been some amazing games. Uh, obviously, we've had game week one and the first round of matches, and the hottest of hot takes as well like mm. hotter than the surface of the sun. Considering we've only played one <laughs> round of matches, there's obituaries yeah. being written, people are tying their, their ribbons to trophies already. But um, anyway, we'll see how right everyone is come May. Yeah. Yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental Yeah, so yeah, we, we do have a fair bit to talk about, but we'll start with the usual. Do you want to go first uh, with uh, how we did in game week one? Yeah, I'll go first. So, sadly, this year, I kind of missed the deadline. Obviously, I prepared my team, and I think I prepared it about two weeks before the deadline. So, there were one or two players who were injured, and there were one or two players who would have probably taken out. But hey ho, no excuses. Still a decent game week. Um, finished with an just above average point score of 83 points. My faith in Salah and and Bruno Fernandes was rewarded. And obviously Diego Jota also returned. So those three were the three players that returned for me. Ings was involved and scored a goal, which I expected. And and and. Strangely enough, my City defender, Stones, didn't play. I thought City would play Stones, but then again, I should have known better than to try <laughs> and um, play the Pep Roulette. So, yeah, those are the main key standout players for me. Trent was unlucky to not get an assist, but I reckon he, he's got a lot coming for him. So, yeah, 83 points. Yeah. No, that is decent. And uh, I see your cat's in on the action as well. Yeah, she, she's self, getting a bit excited. Just just out of curiosity, what would you have done differently if you'd remember the deadline? Because 83 is a decent score, because we'll come on to mine in a minute. So I would certainly not turn my nose up at 83. I would have probably taken out my Watford striker I put in there. Yeah. And try to save money elsewhere to bring in Saar. Because I know Watford have the ability to score and assist. Yeah. And I did a lot of research into the top players for Watford from the championship last year yeah. and Saar was the, the the top player in terms of goals and assists but the second best performing player was um Jao I think it's Jao Pedro Jesus oh really yeah I, we all know about Saar and I, I saw lots of draft game week one teams with Saar in there and I thought 
that's actually a good shout. Uh, yeah. I think I actually went with Saka purely because I thought he'd get his mind right. And considering, you know, everything that's happened to him, I thought he'd mm-hmm. want to, you know, put in a good performance and, you know, just kind of, yeah, really put his best foot forward, which he's very capable of doing. But go on. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, so basically, uh, I, w- I would have probably taken him out and brought a striker in that was not injured <laughs> is, is probably all I would have done differently but hey ho you know you, you you gotta just roll with it and um it is where it is yeah no no that's a good score it's a good start certainly good start yeah if I've got this right I think I probably did the worst out of all four of us so I got 71 points mm-hmm. and <sighs> I I gambled on Sancho and the gamble did not pay off. And I mean, that was wild. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, but that was I, wild. I, <laughs> I, sh- I should not blame anybody but myself. Although I did see Sancho in quite a few draft teams as well. But even though I should only blame myself, um, I'm still well with Solskjaer. So that's the story of my 71 points. I didn't have Bruno Fernandes. I had Sancho. And... Antonio was nice with his 13 points, even though he missed a penalty. Yeah, I yeah. was so close to getting Antonio. So it was between Antonio and Ings. And I, pure, I went for Ings purely on the fact that Grealish is gone. Mm. Um, sorry. Yeah, I went on the fact that uh, Grealish is gone. And obviously Ings is, is a clinical striker. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like he's got penalties at Villa now as well. I mean, that's nothing to be sniffed at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get Jamie tonight. No. Right. But, but yeah, we've got a, a lot to talk about anyway, regardless. That's, so. that's right. Yeah, a lot to talk about. And uh, I'm not ready to panic just yet. And I may even keep Sancho for game week two. So that'll show you all when you bang in that trick. What, what, what you're doing here, there's something called deja vu, and I'm getting it right now. <laughs> and all I'm thinking is Pepe. Pepe. You have I, faith in Pepe. I want to be positive. I'm a positive guy. I'm a positive guy. Anyway, um, what what's done is done. And I've picked a team which I would like to think will do well for the next four game weeks. That's what I was looking at. And then we'll see what happens after the first four. Because there's, there's going to be 38 round of games, plenty of double game weeks and all that kind of thing. I am still trusting my... Adjusting my judgment, it's probably gone down by one percent, but the trust is still there. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right then, let's uh, let's get some going with some talking points. Uh, was there anything you wanted to start with in particular? Should we start with the elephant in the room? Would that be the Kane saga? Uh, okay, yeah, we could do that one. I was thinking of a different elephant, which has got a cannon for a trunk, but it's fine. We can start with the Kane saga. So. <laughs> Oh right, but white as white as well. Jamie's not here, so um. I mean Jamie missed this on purpose because he knew what was coming. <laughs> he, 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 you know, when you just don't want it, like it's like it's like when when you've missed the game. It has been and, brutal. It has been and, brutal. And, and, and you're going to get told off, but you, you you know you can just dodge it. You know you don't have to take that telling off, and he's dodged it, but it's fine. <laughs> well fine look fill, fill your boots um because when liverpool were winning six home games in a row certain mans weren't holding back were they so <laughs> <laughs> fill your boots 
to be fair, there's not a lot to say. There's not a yeah. lot to say. And I'll, I'll keep it short and simple. Mm-hmm. The club's falling off. The owners don't care. They just care about profits. The manager is very overrated. He was Pep's water boy, and now he's a manager. Mm. And finally, there's there's no standout player in the club. There's there's no there's no leader in the club. And it's I, just I have to say, out of everything you've just said, that's probably what I agree with the most. There doesn't really seem to be a real personality uh, no. there. And it's difficult when you spend a lot of money on players and they just seem not to want to perform anymore. Uh, they look average. Does that make sense? Yes, I, I think they so. They look average. Uh, they don't it, look like, do you know what I mean? They don't look like a top four, top six team playing against the bottom, like they, a newly relegated team. Mm. They look like an average team. They look like, I don't want to get onto teams, but they look like Burnley playing against, do um, you know what I mean? I haven't seen the stats of or that Newcastle. game. I'm, but I'm guessing that Arsenal had most of the possession. Oh, they had loads of possession. Uh, but they uh, did nothing. I, I, I'm willing to bet they had a, at least 60%. But yeah, but that's the problem. I mean, if you want to get into specifics, um, obviously one problem that they seem to have is the whole passing out from the back business. Now, mm. it's a shame because when passing out back from the back works, it is unbelievable uh, because, you know, I shouldn't have to explain this to most people who like football. If you are able to pass out from the back and beat the press of the opposition, it means that when you finally get the ball into their third, you've got bags of space because they're yeah. all in your half. And you, you get frequently get three on two situations or three on three mm-hmm. situations from which you should score. So I, yeah. I understand why a lot of managers are in love with passing out from the back. Now, some people might say Arsenal don't have the players to pass out from the back. And, you know, you're entitled to your own opinion. They should be able to do it, in my opinion. David Luiz was supposed to be an amazing passer of the ball and very com- yeah. uh, comfortable on the ball. He's Brazilian. Why wouldn't he? I hear that is mm-hmm. part of the reason they signed Ben White, because apparently he's yeah. a very, very good passer of the ball. He's comfortable with the ball. So here's my take on this. I think that Arsenal do have the players to pass out of the back, but I don't think Arteta is up to getting them to doing it properly. I don't think it's the players' fault. I think it's Arteta's fault. OK, look, Arteta worked over with Pep Guardiola. Well, if anyone knows anything about passing the ball out from the back, Guardiola is going to know it. But it's not just asking your players to pass it. You've got to train. You've got to work on the right positions, work on the right sort of situations. You work on the correct triangles. You tell your players what to do. You know, if you've got someone coming in from the front and someone coming in from the left, what do you do? You've got someone coming in from the right and someone coming in from the front. What do you do? I, I think that it's beyond Arteta to instill it into his players, you know. I, I think most Premier League players, at least the ones that are with the amount of money that they're earning, I think that a good manager can get them passing out from the back. Unfortunately, the last two weren't up to it. So that that's my take. Some people blame the players. Personally, I think it's the manager. And if they I don't think it's the manager. Out, I, think, I think the manager is average. Don't get me mm. wrong. But I don't yeah. think he's the one who's causing them to perform at the level they are. The one thing I'll, I'll leave it at, and you can add to it is after... Arsenal have gone through managers like no one could believe, and mm. the man and every time they blame the managers and they get rid of them. Mm. And when they got rid of em- Emre, Una Emre, mm. he went, mm-hmm. and not only did he do well in um, in Spain, mm. he also won. Is it, it was Spain he went to? In it? it was it was like uh, was it Villarreal he went to? I can't remember. Yes, now. I think. So, uh, Sevilla, Sevilla. No, he was came it? from Sevilla. 
he came from Sevilla and went back to he won, no sorry he came to Sevilla he went to Paris yeah. and Japan and then he went to Arsenal and now he's with Villarreal Villarreal and they won the Europa League and they beat yeah. Arsenal mm. so it just goes to show and and those players are not those players are not like they're, they're just they're just do you know what I mean they're not even that special what you mean the, so, the Real players yeah they're not no, not really. Play, 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 like man for man, Arsenal players uh, were better. Look at the look at the players Arsenal have. Man for man, they're better. But yeah. the manager has a team who were willing to work hard, and that's one thing yes. they work no. so hard. I think that's and, another problem, Arteta. Yeah. I honestly think the players don't want to play for him. Okay, I'm sorry, but like uh, Aubameyang, Lacazette, you know, Odegaard when he comes back and starts playing again. You know, Saka, Smith Rowe, Pepe, they just don't go like pony overnight. Sometimes players play badly because they just can't be bothered. And yeah. um, you know, and I and I think there's something uninspiring about Arteta, and that's another problem that he's got. Don't get me wrong, I'm not always ready to blame the manager. I thought Emery was given quite a hard time by Arsenal fans. And uh, I even said it, I said it on this pod. Uh, I, I can't remember which episode it was, maybe in like episode 18 or 20. I said that Emery was successful before he went to Arsenal and after he leaves Arsenal, he will still be successful. And the, the problem would have been Arsenal, not Emery. I said it and, well, you know, if I'm going to get one thing right this week, <laughs> I think I got that right. Europa League winner. There you go. All right, then. I think we'll uh, leave the, uh, the the body of Arsenal at the moment. It's still breathing, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I would just like to your thoughts on uh, the return of Lukaku. Oh, I can't wait for him to come back. Yeah. When I say I can't wait for him to come back, I mean I can't wait to see him play. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. Oh yes, indeed, he's going to be getting his ammunition from Havertz. From well, I don't know about Zia. She might be going. Pulisic, Kante, Werner, if he plays out wide from the right, I guess, and, and Mount. And uh, uh, they're all, you know, he's going to have plenty of people supplying him and uh, it's, it's going to get ugly for other teams. Um, and I would just like to say that I can't believe the disrespect that has been shown to Lukaku because people are saying, oh, well, he's, you know, he's a, he's a better player now. He's improved, blah, 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 bleah, yeah. blah. Because he did the business at West Brom. And let's face it, West yeah. Brom have never been a, known as to be a creative team. And he was still... He did the business at Everton. Yeah. Did the, and he did the business at Manchester United. Or, or Even though he was in, in the best shape at United, still did a yeah. very good job there. So the guy was always an elite striker. And he was always going to be an elite striker. I mean, he's Belgium's yeah. record goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I don't indeed know that. No, I didn't know that. Oh, well, I could be wrong about that. I'm going to have to check up on that. But even then, he's pretty close. You know, he must be like in the top two or something. Right. So people were like, oh, well, Chelsea were right to get rid of him. And, and, and like now they're buying him back now that he's he's good. I'm like... Chelsea what? are just known for buying back players, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Like, the problem was like not Lukaku. The problem was Chelsea. Chelsea is the personification of um, a guy who's left a girl and then texts her back saying, hey, Big Ed, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not quite sure I get that reference. Is that to do with Love Island? No, it's just it's just a saying okay. where yeah. boys generically text girls and they use that phrase, hey, Big Ed. 
what's up? <laughs> and that's basically a line to show, like, oh, he's trying to win her back. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And look, people talk about how they got rid of Kevin De Bruyne, but I think he was 18 at the time. And I wasn't yeah. in time sure about him anyway. With Salah, again, he was a very skillful player when I saw him play. Uh, for Chelsea but I didn't know he had the goal scoring in him so maybe mm. that's one they could have ha- held on to again with Matic I don't know with David Luiz I don't know but with Lukaku I mean the guy came to Chelsea he said I'm going to play here I'm going to score goals and Didier Drogba is my idol he idol, was red- yeah I remember this yeah he, he was desperate to play with Chelsea. There was, he had only one thing in his mind, to score goals for Chelsea, and he wanted to be the next Drogba. And I was thinking, give this kid a chance. What more does he have to do? So <laughs> certainly with Chelsea, they're definitely texting Big Ed there, 100%. Yeah. They can't, like, <laughs> you know, um, deny it at all. And I hear they're going to have to shift out three or four players uh, just, just to look like they're complying with financial rules. I mean, that's that's a topic for another discussion, isn't it? You know, there's, there's a perception of complying with financial rules and then there's actually doing it. And they're just two completely different things. But yeah. um, no, uh, as soon as Chelsea get on a good run, or who knows, they might even be fixture-proof. I'm certainly eyeing yeah. it up. You're all about to witness the monumental Kaku, I say, why not? People were happy to spend money on Kane. In the last two or three seasons. Oh, that's going to be a big, big one. <laughs> you do want to get onto that? Let's go into that next. Let's get onto to Kane. I'll, I'll let you do it, man. I'll, I'll let you start. £150 million, pounds, apparently, is what I've heard. Apparently. apparently. Uh, yeah. £150 million. So you could how, get... How, one... how old is he? 28. 28. <laughs> 28. 150 million pounds. I can't remember who said this, but this feels like the 2021 version of Arsenal selling RVP to United. Wow. If if it that if if that's true, that is massive if it's true. That is mm-hmm. seismic if it's true. Oh, by the way, I'm not being funny that but can you can get Philip Coutinho for 150 million, can't you? What was he 140 something like that? Yeah, he was expensive, man. Yes. Anyway, I, 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 honestly, I'm not, I'm not having a go when I say that. But, but go on. I just think, I just think, like, I feel for Kane, right? Because obviously, I want him to win trophies, and that's not going to happen at, at Spurs. Let's be honest, right? We can all be honest with ourselves. They had their chance that year. We, we, we can now, you know, for for, for they, those they, the year, the year that did the all or nothing. <laughs> we, and I just want to say, for those of you who don't know, we are recording after Spurs' inaugural match in the Europa Conference against uh, a very obscure Portuguese team who are <laughs> high <laughs> and the next And they oh. lost 1-0. Yeah, that, do you know what? Do you know what's funny, though? There was, a, there, was, there was a video recently where they were taking the house <laughs> playing yeah. Spurs. <laughs> I'm going to put think that to feed. Yeah, you have to. If you're, you're listening and you haven't seen this video. It's just so bad. How right. can people talk about Spurs like that? Yes, yeah, Spurs, oh. Spurs, Spurs are a disgrace. <laughs> God. What is it? They've got that 70,000 
seater stadiums at least must be something like those like and I love I love to look at the stadium I mean I've never been a big Spurs fan but I really want to go there it looks amazing the stadium is really nice apparently like really uh, it looks it it looks it I like going to nice impressive looking stadiums I've been to the one at Porto mm-hmm. that's really impressive the, 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 the FC Porto stadium is I think is uh, the Stadio Dragao or something like that uh, yeah and I, I just like them but but yeah, anyway, um, and I mean, they're never short of cash at Spurs either. They always seem to be able to have money to spend on players and, and, and on wages. So they've got all that going for them. And yet, and yet. So so with Kane, if the transfer does go through and... I'll be uh, getting him. I'll 100% be getting him. You will? Yeah, 100%. You have to. <sighs> it's that Pep Guardiola though, man. Are you joking? I'm Kane not joking. at Manchester but... City. I'm not joking, but there, there were times when Sergio Aguero was unstoppable and Pep would still rotate the dude. And I remember quite a few seasons back, it was like the second game of the season and Aguero had started. I think he'd scored a goal. And then uh, the next game came up and this guy, I'll never forget this because it was big in fantasy football. There's a reporter at The Guardian called, I think he's called Jamie Jackson, something like that. And uh, he said, before the second game of the season, he said, I think it was against Burnley, he said, oh, Pep Guardiola is thinking of dropping Aguero. Now, when people see a line like that, they all sit up and take notice because they never flip in know what Pep's going to do with the lineup, right? And all of us who had started with Aguero took him out. All, well, a lot of people did. I didn't because I just thought to myself, if Pep plays him, he plays him. If he doesn't, he doesn't. You take your chances with Pep, yeah? Um, it just so happened that I think he scored two goals and got an assist. So he, yeah. he absolutely hauled. And then everybody got mad saying, oh, I can't believe that Jamie Johnson, you know, Manchester football correspondent for The Guardian, you know, giving us all that clickbait about Pep not starting on, for Manchester City. And I thought, it's Pep, all right? Don't blame it on one guy. You know, yes, Pep is capable of taking out his main striker and he does things like that. That's the general point I'm making. People are so mistrustful of Pep that they will even take Aguero out of their teams if they think he's not going to play. But you reckon he's yeah. going to be nailed? Uh, I reckon he's good, definitely. I just think I just think there's no way they're going to spend that much money to not play the guy. They even play in Grealish, so it just goes to show. <laughs> true, that's true. They play that's... Grealish. They, they yeah. will drop. They will drop. They'll have Kane up front, mm-hmm. Grealish on the left, Mares on the right. Sterling won't play for a little bit. Yeah, and then Foden. Foden might get a game every now and then. Kevin De Bruyne with Fernandinho. Yeah. Um, yeah. Underhand. Gundo's even oh. getting tired now. He's older. That's true. That is true. Fair enough. It, at the end of the day, uh, I think we're looking at a few hat-tricks or a few uh, braces from Kane if it does mm. happen. Now, whether it's going to happen or not, I think it's... Uh, I don't know, actually. Um, I know people have got views on this. I mean... Everybody likes to listen to that guy. Was it? Is he? Is he called Fabrizio Romano? Is that his name? Fabrizio you know, Romano. You know the one. Is, is, is that his uh, name? It rings a bell. Yeah, he's that guy on Twitter who seems to get like every, all the important transfer news first. Basically, I mean, I don't know what he's saying, but what I have heard is that Daniel Levy does not mind keeping unhappy players if he doesn't get the price he wants. You know. Oh, really? Yeah, because apparently he did that with Modric and uh, he did that with Bale. 
They both wanted to leave, but he said, mm-hmm. they haven't offered enough for you, so you're staying. I don't care hey. how bad you are. I don't care how I many shots you throw. <laughs> so I'm a little bit concerned that Levy drives such a hard bargain that even mm. if Kane is going on strike, he, I mean, I don't know, man. Keeping a three-time Golden Boot winner and then not playing him because he's sulking just because you're not getting the right price for him. On the other hand, he did recently sign a new contract so they could keep him for a while without his price going down. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, have you heard about how likely the transfer is to go through or not? Have you got any thoughts on that? It is likely going to go through. I think it's going to go through. Oh, There's no reason why it shouldn't go through. Okay. That I see. Kane's unhappy. Kane's asked to leave. City are prepared to pay for him. I just yeah. think there's going to be some schematics around how they, they pay because they can't probably can't afford to do just one bulk payment of 150 mil. Yeah. Um, no, they so will have payments. Like, There'll be lots of... Uh, it's going to be like, Especially after just bought Grealish for, what, 100 mil or whatever. They can't, they can't yeah. afford that. No, the, 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 no doubt there'll be like first refusal buyback clauses. If he scores like 20 goals, they'll pay an extra on top of that. If he wins yeah. the Champions League, or gets the Ballon d'Or, there'll be all sorts of extras that Spurs... Extras, yeah. And I think that's probably what they're trying to iron out at the moment. But in my opinion, it's definitely going to go through. Okay, good. I'm glad you're optimistic, because I just hear that Levy likes to drive a real hard bargain, and it's not like he (laughs) hasn't done it before. But, um, yeah, anyway. (laughs) Like Jamie Spett, or was it Jamie or James? One of the two said they'll get £150 and then they'll just waste it, promptly waste it, (laughs) on four or five half-cut plays. (laughs) Yeah. They do with the bail money. My God, the bail money. My goodness me. Oh, brings tears to the eyes. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right, then. All right, oh, yeah. So should we talk about our teams then and what we've got planned? Um, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Should, um, do you want to go first? All right then. I'll, I'm going to keep it short because okay. Well, I've I've got Veltman. Apparently he's injured, so I'm going to do something about that. But I I'm going to keep uh, my powder dry. I'm not thinking about minus fours. I'm certainly not thinking about wild cards. I generally Good. did Good. look ahead when when uh, putting this team together. Obviously, I miffed about the fact that I had to get rid of Andrew Robertson. And yeah, uh, I may look to that. bring him back in as soon as I can. But I'm all still convinced that Rafa Benitez is going to get uh, Everton defending solidly. And even if he doesn't, Dina is a demon of a crosser. So he's yeah. a decent enough replacement for Robertson. So, yeah, I'm going to do something about Feltman, but I'm keeping the team pretty much as it is. I think I've put the captain's armband on Salah. And I may have put vice captaincy on Mares. Now, again, Mares is a gamble. I appreciate that. But when he plays, I think he generally, he, either he plays or he doesn't. He doesn't come on for like one point cameos. And mm. I, again, I've just got my fingers crossed that he's just going to go mental uh, in the in the next game. And then the rest of them are cool. Antonio's decent. He's, I think he's on penalties. Even Tony, he's bound to score at some point because Brentford look like they're going for it. And Danny Ings, what what can we say? You know, he's yeah. going to do right. And he again, he's on penalties. He's shown his value um, when it comes to that. Sufar was very close to getting a couple of assists in the last game. Yeah, I mean, the, Rafinha again. You know, he's a demon. So I've got high hopes. I, I, one correction: I didn't have Saka. I actually had Smith Rowe. 
Uh, and again, I am worried, I'm worried about Arsenal. Somebody said that they may, the way their, their, their fixtures are looking up, they could go the first three games with zero points. Yeah, it does look that way. Gosh. But um, anyway, he's handy to have on the bench. So, yeah, I'm not really doing much with my teams. Catholic says on Salah. I'm going to get rid of Feltman because, you know, I, I want to play at least a playing bench defender. But I haven't really thought about who to replace him with. Fair enough. Um, sounds like you've got a solid strategy there. <laughs> um, for me, still looking at Salah with the armband, with Bruno, with the dice captain. Playing against the Southampton team who shipped three against Everton. I think United should do well against them. Um, hopefully, KDB is um, back for this next game against Norwich. I reckon he's going to do bits and I definitely want to try and get him in my team after this fixture. Not directly after it, but in, in the next maybe two or three fixtures. I want to try and kind of worm him into my team. Because mm-hmm. I think Grealish is good, but I feel like Pep's always going to play KDB and Grealish will sometimes play and he will have a lot of pressure from Foden and possibly even Sterling if they don't both play at the same time. So it could be it could get a bit tricky. Yeah. Subs-wise, I'm like you. I'm not taking any hits, um, but I am taking out a defender and I'm bringing in a Brentford defender because I think Brentford have a lot of potential. Um, I think there's some gems there, which could be the next Dallas, so to speak. So, yeah. Mm, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so we're, we're playing it safe or relatively safe. It being the beginning of the season. Yeah. And all. I mean, have you got any thoughts on the FPL Bros team at all? I, I think the team itself kicked off fairly well. Didn't they get like 82 points or something? Um, yeah, knowingly enough, FPL Bros team got 85 points. So three, 85. two more than me. Yeah, uh, Salah, Captain Antonio in there, Ings in there, Son obviously in there. I think for the next fixture, it looks quite solid. A lot of the players there have good fixtures ahead of them. Um, Son's yeah. got um, good ones. Salah, Jota's got good ones. Pretty much all of them have good fixtures ahead of them. So I think it's yeah. going to return a lot of points in the next fixture. Um, that, that's, from, that's Son, from there. Son is looking in, in, like an inspired signing we made there. Uh, mm. Because there's a good chance he's going to be up front for quite some while. Uh, yeah. at... I mean the bench. The bench looks amazing as well. You've got nine True. points with Saar, six points with Alien. So yeah. I think it's a well-rounded team. Very well-rounded yeah. team. So I think no, the I, bros it, is going to do well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's encouraging. It, it certainly is encouraging, and um, it doesn't really look like much changes need to be made to oh. it. And yeah, yeah, it looks good. All right then. To witness a monumental throwdown. Do you want to go on to player picks and predictions? Yeah, I'll do that. Player picks, it's going to be easy for me. Um, <laughs> Bruno Fernandes, just brilliant form. Sick. Like, it's obvious choice. You can't not have him in your team right now. I think it's essential. It's just proved that. Second player pick is going to be KDB. I think mm-hmm. he's going to come back with a vengeance, um, especially after City losing. Pep's going to change the team around. I know what Pep's like. He's not going to play the same team. He's definitely not, like especially after they lost. So he's going to change the team around. KDB is going to come in. He's going to do bits against Norwich, as he always has done. And finally, I know we both have this player. And after watching him play against Arsenal, he looked like a massive threat for me. So yeah. I'm going for Tony. Yeah. Aerial threat. And he's got pace. He's got strength. He's just a beast. And I think 
Crystal Palace are going to really struggle against um, Brentford. So those are my two yeah. player picks. Crystal Palace, it's, it's uh, sad, man. Sad. Uh, the start that they've made. Uh, although I will say this, when Crystal Palace were good, they did look good. The passing looked slick to me. They got yeah. it up pretty well. Um, and, and the finishing usually, or the final pass usually let them down. So if they keep that going, I think they will pick up points. But it's yeah, nice to the floor wiped um, with wiped. you. Yeah, 3-0 yeah, no whitewash. <laughs> drop the pad, Palace, drop the pad. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So yeah, the stuff there to be encouraged, I think, for Palace fans. So don't don't start panicking just yet. All right then. Yeah, I'm going to keep mine fairly simple. I think it's all about the tried and trusted players at this stage of the season. So uh, I'm just going to go with Trent, as you quite rightly pointed out. You know, he's, he's still got the assists in him. Um, he's still got the odd free kick in him, and he's just looking like he, he's back to what he always does. So that's a fairly straightforward pick there. For my next one, again, I just mentioned him, Son. You know, he's looking like the main man at Spurs. Mm -hmm. If people ever doubted he could do it before, I think he's going to step up now. I mean, if Deli Ali gets himself cemented back in that team, maybe him as well. But for the time being, I just say Son, keep it simple. And then up front, Jamie Vardy. I mean, what is he now, like 67, 68? I don't know. But he just keeps doing it. You know, he has his ice baths every week or whatever it is they do. They stick in some sort of cryo chamber, don't they? But uh, yeah, I mean, he was he was back to his old tricks uh, against the uh, Wolves. And That's... <laughs> yeah, what he what's he going to do when he scores against Arsenal? How do you make fun of the Arsenal mascot there? I don't know. Well, let's hope it happens and I will. My curiosity will be sated. So, yeah, uh, Vardy, again, we know he does it. And uh, he's got some good fixtures coming up and got Harvey Barnes, Tienemans, Madison, um, all yeah. uh, buzzing around him, uh, supplying the bu bullets. Yeah. Oh, actually, I was going to say Calvert-Lewin, but uh, yeah, I slipped in the fourth. You've got there. too many. you got too many. You just fought for choice. <laughs> to be fair, there's, there's a lot of players this week who look really attractive because there's a lot of good games in favour yeah. of some of the bigger teams. So, yeah, it should be a good week all around, I think, regardless yeah. of as long as you've got players from some some key players from the teams that we know are going to win. I think most people will get good points. I think so, yeah. You know, uh, having fans back in the stadium, for some teams it puts them under more pressure, but I think other teams just, just play better. It's as simple as that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Uh, so... You're all about to witness a monumental flowdown. Predictions. The magic of... <clears throat> right. First of all, we have Liverpool... Lunchtime kickoff, uh, burn against Burnley at Anfield. I mean, Liverpool's going to win that, aren't they? Yeah. Two 0 Yeah, I I might even go as far as say three or four because I think Burnley, for some reason, they tend to start the season badly lately. And yeah. They just look like relegation fodder until <coughs> Sean Dyche uh, gets them sorted out. So I'm going for a big Liverpool win there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then we have Man City versus Norwich. Um, City, easily. Yeah, same. Norwich didn't look all that impressive to me against Liverpool. Again, Man City just seemed like they're starting a bit slowly, so I don't think it's going to be a problem. in the last 15 minutes, Norwich kind of picked up the pace, but it was too late at that point. It was. And um, Pukki, again, 
I mean, he's not a bad goal scorer, but I noticed the last time that they were in the Premier League, his one-on-ones were pretty shoddy. And when yeah. he gets free and he's one-on-one with the goalkeeper, I normally expect it to get saved or for him to drag it wide. You know, this, which is a pretty mean thing to say about a striker, but I'm sorry, that's just my opinion. Uh, so I, I, I think Man, Man City will win, but again, I think they're 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 going to have a slow start to the season, so they they'll probably just labour to like a one nil win or something. Yeah. Famous last words. Okay. Uh, Sunday is Southampton versus Manchester United. Um, United's definitely going to batter them for that one, even though they are away, they're going to batter them. Mm. I'm going to go for a shock result here, actually. Really? Yeah, because Harzen Hootel's good at that. And uh, I mean, I don't know if Iran's going to play in that game. I would have thought so. Uh, but so even if he does, he, he might need to gel. You know, just one slip, one mistake somewhere, Southampton are in. And that guy, is it Adam Armstrong? Uh, he looks useful. Yeah, yeah, so, Armstrong. Yeah. The thing about Southampton is they stay up because every now and again, they just pull it out of the bag. And they've done it before. Mm-hmm. They do it all the time. So, yeah. Uh, although it's probably wishful thinking. Um, <laughs> I'm bitter about that whole San- Sancho thing. Here I am. I'm keeping Sancho, but I'm still predicting Southampton are going to get something. All right, then. So Sancho scores, uh, but Southampton win. There, there you go. That's my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wolves v Spurs. Spurs should win that, but it could be a draw as well because Wolves are not a bad side. Yeah, I, again, I didn't see uh, a game against Leicester or much of it at all. Um, how how did they look? I mean, they still don't have Neto and Podence back, do they? Um, I didn't watch too much of the highlights, but I did see the goal, and I think I think Leicester played Wolves from what I've seen. So, but yeah. they didn't look terrible. So- I, I think you're right. I think I think Spurs will probably edge that one. And if they don't, it'll be a draw, I reckon. Yeah. And then <laughs> Arsenal v Chelsea. Oh, God. <laughs> the Kaku's going to run riot. Yeah. One-twos with Werner. <laughs> Who knows? Lukaku might even assist Werner because he's actually quite good at that as well. Yeah. Know? I can just see him on the ball with three Arsenal's sur- players around him and all of a sudden it pops out to Werner and he scores I, I can, I'm seeing it right now it's uncanny it's vivid right in my mind Technicolor I'm telling you man 4k I can see something <laughs> like that happening <laughs> um, so yeah I, I've got to give it to Chelsea unfortunately because they just look too good at the moment they'll be full of confidence Arsenal a bit less so and yeah. no, only God knows what's going on there to witness a monumental throwdown. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for player picks and predictions. Obviously, if you're listening to this on YouTube, we've got the index down below in the description below. So all the main uh, sections of the pod are marked out. I just realised that I've been putting the wrong code for the FPL Bros League now. So oh I no! Yeah, I have the, I put it, I've been putting down last season's code. I have this season's code, so you are welcome to join the FPL Bros League. It's up and running. Get in there. 
do we know what we're talking about? If we don't know what we're talking about, show us. Yeah, show us the win by winning the league or at least beating FPL players in the league. So um, yeah, there's, there's no way you come into my league and getting top three even. So don't even bother, guys. Don't bother <laughs> unless you unless you're decent. Don't bother. Throw <laughs> down. Throw down. All right, then. So the league, the, the code is in there, and of course you can have a look at see what we're planning with the FPL bro, Bros team on Twitter and. Also, the Spotify version of the podcast and all other podcast versions of the podcast. So now I'm just talking nonsense. You know what you know what it is, FPL Bros. We're on YouTube, just we're on Spotify, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. FP, at FPL underscore bros. Okay, then. Uh, well, thanks very much for uh, turning out tonight. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Uh, that's right. So yeah, that's uh, a good bye from me. Yeah, catch you next week, guys. Okay, green hours all around. Bye-bye. <laughs>